So I wanted to start recording on November 1st, and that's because, like I told you, I am not doing any social media or anything else. Like November, November's a couple things, right? So let's start this by saying November is the worst month of the year for me. I have a lot of very, very bad kind of traumatic shit tied up in the month of November. I do. It's just, it. I know it. I know it is a really traumatic month. So it becomes a really hard month to work. And frankly, it becomes a really hard month to be around me. And those of you that are around me regularly in November, bless every fucking one of you to whatever God or lack thereof you believe in. Because I can be a real asshole in the month of November. Uh, so... It's just there's a lot of pain, man, and I know they always say pastor's prologue and move by it and all, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. So there's that, and there's also, right now, we've got this fucking nightmare election Mad Max horseshit going on. I just read about a group of Texans that decided to like run Biden's campaign bus off the road because nothing says we're going to have an adult conversation like reenacting the fucking road warrior on the interstate. And by the way, again, I don't delve very politically, but if you just heard what I said about that, and you're like, I hate you, Matt, spare me the fucking emails, okay? I'm not going to respond to them, I'm just going to delete them, and I really don't give a shit about your opinion on social media either. I, I just don't care. I, I don't. So, I get it. That's a ton of stress, too. So, let's let's break this down. I got massive depression that's occurred for 20 years or more on in November. Um... You got the election, you got holiday time, which is usually time when you're dealing with family or dealing with the lack of family, and then people who see you dealing with the lack of family are like, oh no, we got to do this for you, and and every, it, it can be a ton of shit. It can be a massive load of shit. So in November, starting today, I haven't looked at social media once, not at all. I'm not looking at the shit at all. I, I'm just, I'm done. We're doing this a new way. I'm doing some novel work. I'm working fountain pen and paper again. I'm probably not going to log a ton of words on the computer. I'm kind of doing it because NaNoWriMo provides a really convenient excuse to get involved in it. Although, let me clear up. I'm not participating in NaNoWriMo. I'm not going to the website. I'm not uploading a word count. Does that mean you shouldn't? Fuck no. If that sounds like fun to you, if you want to try to write NaNoWriMo for the Uninitiated is National Novel Writing Month, and they have a website, and it's a cool program, and if it speaks to you, then go do it, man. It's an awesome resource for fucking free. Go do it. If it doesn't, then don't. It's fine. Um, I, I'm just kind of using it as an extra little push to keep me off of social media and to get me working on this novel. And there's the word, right? There's the word I want to talk about, Push. Right? Because we live in this uh, fucking 24 hour news cycle world, and the pandemic made it fucking worse because now nobody's going out to networking events and shit. And so this stuff has to be crammed down your throat. And I finally have had like a couple day LinkedIn detox, which I think you need if you haven't detoxed from LinkedIn. And I say that knowing so many writers are in marketing or other professions, and so they have that LinkedIn profile. If you have not walked away from that son of a bitch yet, you really need to, because it is, it, I, I mean, I'm going to say this, like even in comparison to Facebook, Facebook, for the love of God, the, the fucking anarchic wastelands of Twitter are paradise compared to the fucking afterbirth of human thought that is LinkedIn. You heard me. Uh, it's terrible, so purge that. But one of the things you hear all the time is you got to have grit. you got to have grind. you got to be able to push through. 
you gotta ne never surrender. Failing forward's fine, but you never surrender. And, and you know, there's this real, I was just talking to Derek Berry, you know, a writing friend of mine, a great guy. If you haven't checked him out, check him out. Free plug. Um, you know, but, but Derek Berry and I were talking about this and, and it's this whole like weird ass Protestant work ethic. Like I wake up every morning at 8am and I write for four hours. I don't care if my fucking hand fell off. I switch hands. I use the pen in my other hand. I don't care if I have no hands. I use it in my feet. I had a stroke one time and I wrote with a pen in my fucking mouth because that's how you do it. You use grit and determination. You make everything work. It all goes. If you have writer's block, you plow through that son of a bitch. You don't stop at all. You just keep grinding and going and moving forward. And here's the worst part. Here's the most fucked up thing about what I'm saying. That doesn't just apply to writers. That's everywhere. It just took longer to get to writers. Like writers, it's kind of an easy, low-hanging fruit thing because this profession can be really scary and really messed up. Like it's a vocation that is really like, oh, Jesus, what am I doing? Because there is no guaranteed path to success. So much shit is left to the wind. Good luck, everybody. I know. I'm Look, I'm working on a novel right now, and so much of its success is still in the wind. And the hardest part is the first thing you have to do is write the novel. Everything else is, is like, meaningless until you do that. But we as a culture talk all the time about push, 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 grind, 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 go. And then when we don't talk about grinding, we still talk about grinding under different parameters, right? So you get these guys, I don't want your grind porn. I don't want to see you working 20 hours a day. I want to see you having the select four hours every day that are perfect. I was listening to a Margaret Atwood uh, interview and she was talking about writing schedules and how writing is not, you know, these just aren't practical. Like writing is improvisation, Right, that that these old ideas we have are of these, and and she did. She pointed out, and fellas, I'm going to call us on it. She pointed out it's mostly men, mostly male writers who woke up and they got up and they ate this breakfast that someone else had made for them, and then they went into their oak paneled study with their large mahogany table and they wrote. And they had some tea, and then they wrote some more, and then someone brought them their lunch, and then they wrote a little bit, and then they went for a stroll in the garden, and then they came back and wrote a little bit more, and they talked about it. It was that consistency of writing. And for most of us trying to do this, that consistency of writing is virtually impossible. And that makes this really tough. And that makes this really, really hard, this thing. So, like, today, this is, I, I know it's a really roundabout path, today... I have been relaxing. I have been, you know, went for a walk, been getting my head right, been clearing up. I did not hit the ground going, 10,000 works right now, do it, do it, do it. No, I just I just sat down and I, I relaxed. I, I took some time. You know why I took some time? I'll tell you. This grit, perseverance, hyper-Protestant work ethic stuff is Bullshit. Okay, look, it's fine and good to be consistent. It's fine and good to try and work. But this idea that like you're going to wake up and I'll write three pages every morning, yeah, it works great for Julia Cameron because that's her occupation. But for those of you day jobs, that shit's hard. Okay? This whole grit, just work through it. Take a walk. Take a breath. I'm going to give you the new the new gospel that I'm becoming a huge fan of now as a 40-year-old writer. Take care of you, dude. Seriously, take care of you. 
Because all the grit and all the perseverance and all the I'm a badass bullshit that you pump into your brain on a daily basis is not going to fix the stuff that you are going to screw up trying to push through to the ends of the earth. Self-care is important. And that's what you should be doing. Right? Like one of the age-old solutions to, to legendary writer's block is to take a walk. It really is. And yet no one fucking does it anymore. They go down and they find writer's exercises and they just keep writing. Right? Like I talk to young writers all the time and it's, oh, yeah, I have writer's block. So I've downloaded like 17 writing prompts. And I'm going to write through them and I'll figure it out. No one ever puts the pin down and walks out the door anymore for five minutes. Because we think if we just keep that thousand, you know, do that march, just keep marching, just keep marching and you'll get to your goal. And there's something to be said for it. There is something to be said for grit and perseverance. But this idea that this is the dominant human condition is bullshit. And the people that fake it grit, and I mean it, the people that fake it grit, because you know, if you're listening to me and you're one of these super grit gurus, you know you're lying, right? You know there are days you just don't have that shit in you. And you have to sit down and let it go. I'm talking to you, tough guy. Like, you know you have to let that go sometimes. I did, right? 20 years ago, I lost someone very important to my life, very close to me, in an incredibly tragic way, and I'm still dealing with that shit 20 years later. And I promise you, when it first happened, it leveled me low. Right? So get over it and, and start taking care of yourself. So that's what I've been doing today. I'm doing some self-care. And, and normally, it's a Sunday right now. I normally would not be recording this until Monday, which is the day you'll hear it. But I wanted to get into it. Like, I wanted to talk about this because this is something we are so bad at doing as writers is like, self-care and relaxation and trying to be calm and, and, and present, right? We're so bad at it. We're so good at pushing. We're so good at like trying to establish these perfect schedules that block out our time masterfully, but it never works. We're so bad at actually doing it. Like it, because it just, it can't work. Like that's not sustainable. It can't happen. You're never going to find a way to just grit through everything. I don't care how tough you are, how awesome you are, how great you are, how spectacular, how much of an entrepreneurial badass you pretend to be. Something, somewhere, some tragic event will slap you in the mouth and knock you to your knees. And then what? Because the train stopped. I know, I hear the response. Well, the train stops sometimes, Matt. You know, those are big tragic events. It's a once-a-lifetime thing. Otherwise, you grit through it. No. Sometimes the train has to fucking stop. If you're a writer and you're having real problems, like getting through a piece of writing, then literally the best thing you can do is to stop putting words on the page sometimes and take a short walk. Go take a nap. Read something. Cook dinner. Come back to it later. Walk away. Iron. Like, any kind of repetitive manual labor will fucking help you open your mind up, I promise. It's the secret. I had people th all the time in grad school, like, how'd you figure that out? I walked away. I didn't go to grad school for writing, by the way. I got an MBA. But, but you know, I went, like, how'd you figure out that math problem? I walked away from it. I moved on. I came back. I figured it out later. Too much to this, like, perseverance, push forward, grit, 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 go, go, go. Too much. 
I don't even think I'll have a whole novel done by the end of November. I don't. I'm just going to work on it and really dive into it and enjoy it. I, you know, I've got 249 pages of a notebook. I'd like to fill that notebook. Whatever that filling it looks like, I don't know. Maybe it'll be doodles. I have no clue. But that's about the only end goal I have. But but stop pushing yourselves to you're going to die, right? Like you're not, you know, this this whole like idea of a 20-mile march a little bit every day is phenomenal. But understand that concept comes from a, a story about Antarctic exploration and how it was 20 miles a day every day because that was a guaranteed amount they could do based on like the, the amount of people they had, the amount of equipment they had, and potential weather conditions. So they would just do a little bit every day. That's the point of the story. It, the other guys were just gunning it as hard as they could when the weather was good and then shelter again for shitty weather, right? The point of the story is not about this rigid, gung-ho, awesome, here-we-go-every-day work ethic, scheduled life, which sucks. I've done it, and it sucks. If you like a blog scheduled day, by all means, I despise them. Um, but but that's not the point of that 20-mile march story. And, and it was popularized in a book by, John, by, by Collins, uh, talking about it in regards to Antarctic exploration. It, the, the point is not that. The point is... Yeah, some days that 20 miles took all day. Some days that 20 miles only took a few hours, right? You have to improvise your way through this shit. So that's the idea, right? Take the time and improvise, right? Forget this grit crap. Forget this trying to be the toughest kid on the block. There's always a tougher one. Something's going to lay you low. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to justify why you're taking a fucking break, man. You don't have to justify why you're taking care of yourself as a writer. Thinking in your mind is an instrument. Staring at a computer screen all day sucks. So if you're not taking like a break from that, then seriously, you're, you're, you're fucking your eyes up. And that's just the reality. You need to take those breaks and you don't have to justify to anybody why, because you've got to take care of yourself a little bit. Take some writing retreats. Walk away from social media. Go on a little vacation to a cabin. And when you're in that cabin, write, like, you know, whatever you want to write. If that's going to be, like, you know, 500 words a day, 1,000 words a day, great. That's fine. You don't have to be, why didn't you write 10,000 words a day? Who gives a shit? Who cares, right? Write, what, write your thing your way. Get rid of this stuff. But I highly suggest you do some unplugging and some serious self-care. Right? Because I'm absolutely telling you, this philosophy of like 100% grit is bullshit. It's even bullshit because when you read the literature on grit, people with grit take time to take care of themselves. The only people that don't are these false gurus of the grit philosophy who are super tough and are in there and they understood it, man, because they got in there and they figured it out. Liars. Every fucking one of them. Just take your time and realize you don't have to justify why you're taking that break to anybody. If you're listening to me right now and you're working on a project and you're like, damn, I think I am going to take a break. You do not have to say shit to me about why you're taking a break or anybody else for that matter. You don't have to justify it. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to go, oh, should you take a break? No, take your break. Right? Writers traditionally are very bad at things that are good for them. Now, I'm not saying don't write. Okay, I'm not. And I am generally advocating for writing as much as you can and making writing a daily practice. 
but you have to figure out how to do that through improvisation. See, this is that fine balance. On the one hand, don't become this gung-ho, crazy, Spartan-esque fucking writing warrior that never stops and always does this every day from these hours, because I promise you, the lack of flexibility in that schedule is going to hurt really bad. It is. There's just going to be a day when you're going to have a really hard time keeping up with it. And then you're going to beat yourself up because you're too strict. The other side of this is the laissez-faire. Well, life is really tough and I just can't ever get to writing. No, there's 24 hours in a day. Okay, look, I'm going to go ahead and tell you exactly what I said on, on my last talk with Derek Barry. I was in the military and used to play this card all the time. Well, I don't have time to write. Now, now understand what I'm about to break down for you. I was active duty military at a time of war. And it was a bullshit excuse then because I absolutely had time to write. I just didn't want to take it and coming up with that excuse made me feel better. So take your time for whatever you need. You need to take a walk, take a walk. You need to take a bath, take a bath. Want to go on a bike ride? Want to fucking iron your clothes? Make a lunch? Sit in the grass and think about shit. Do any of that, right? You don't owe anybody an explanation about why you're taking a break or what you're doing or how you're working. That said, understand the opposite side of this. If you're not writing, you don't get my sympathy for not having a completed piece of work either. So it's that fine balance, right? Gotta write so you can finish. Gotta do it so you can get better, right? But... You also don't need to, like, kill yourself trying to write the novel. And you need to acknowledge that all those old stories about older writers had a whole lot of fucking, like, subtext to them and things going on that you didn't even know. And a lot of those were often people that were either A, unemployed, or B, had money, okay? So just relax and chill. Also, some of them are romanticized bullshit lies because we all do that in our professional career. I totally will. One day, if I'm ever a huge novelist, I will probably intentionally lie about my my work as a writer so I can just see who will buy it, right? Like, I did handstands for 45 minutes in the morning, and I gargled moose urine because it helped with my mindset, just to see if I can get anyone to do this, because I'm, well, I'm kind of a prick. So anyway... There we go. It's a little bit longer today, but it's November 1st. We're starting out the fountain pen. Everything's feeling good. I'm relaxed. I'm ready. I'm, I'm easy, man. Walking away from that social media, I can't, I can't tell you how much those breaks are important for writers. And I'm not going to lie. I keep planning. Like I keep thinking the more and more I do these that I need to like find a way to just completely disconnect and be like, guys, here's my email. If you ever want to get a hold of me, great. I'll see y'all later. I'm not doing this shit anymore, but I'm not perfect. So we'll see how that goes. And I guess next week you'll see how the first week in November treated me and maybe I'll be trumpeting some other stuff because, you know, I'm like any human being. I can go back and forth. Regardless, take care of yourselves. It's a crazy fucking time. There's crazy stuff going on. The election, social media, everybody, you know, just, just absolute craziness going on. So it's okay to not be really relishing in this. It's okay that you don't have grit, because the guy who told you about his grit is lying to you about it, too. We're people. It's what we do is embellish. So just take that deep breath. Do some self-care. Whatever that looks like to you, please don't go check out books on self-care. You know what makes you feel good, okay? 
You do. You know if you like a walk or a bike ride or, or you know, to sit on the grass. Like, you know that shit. You do not need to give money to people to write a book about how to self-care. You don't, okay? Don't you dare. I'm telling you right now. Hard and fast rules. Stop. Don't buy that book. Take the time. Relax and chill, okay? So until next week, uh, I'm Matt, just a working writer, and this has been another confession. I will see you all next time.